Welcome to Harmonics. Tonight, I have a legendary guest, a national treasure, the great slide player, blues player, Ron Thompson. Ron, God, it's an honor to have you here. I'm glad to be here, great, great. I think it's great. I, you know, it's such a pleasure that you're here, and, and we're going to get right into it. Okay. It's, it's raining outside. He looks absolutely spectacular in his purple suit. I mean, this is, this personifies a blues <laughs> musician. You're, it's, it's just great to see you here. Ron, let, let's just start right off. How did you actually get into playing music? When did you actually start playing music? Well, I started out playing piano. And my grandmother played piano. And I, and my brother and my sister played piano. And I started playing piano, but I, I switched to guitar. Mm -hmm. You know, I, when I was about... 11. Wow. And uh, I, I always liked blues. I mean, I mean rhythm and blues and, and uh, like Fast Domino. That was what I still like. I still listen to the Fat Man, Fast Domino. I, mean, I listen to that song, The Fat Man. Mm -hmm. That's a bad tune. I still I dig it as much as I did when I was about five. I'm, I'm serious about this, you know. So, mm -hmm. uh, I, um, like I, I started playing guitar and it was uh, easier to carry around. They really didn't have any keyboards that you could. They had a piano sound, mm -hmm. so I switched to guitar, and uh, here I am. Man, you, you're such a, a great influence. Who were some of your influence? You, you you got a guitar. You talked about fast. Who were some of your influence on guitars that you were actually listening to back oh, then? So many, so many. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'd say, real quickly, I'd say, Jimmy Reed, Elmo James. Lighten Hopkins. I can go on and on. But, go ahead. Tell us but, some more. Like, I, uh, uh, matter of fact, when uh, I learned from, I, I, I was able, I was luckily and honored to play with John Lee Hooker for about seven or eight years in the 70s. Boom, 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 boom. I'm gonna shoot you right down. At all your feet. Take you home with me. Would you in my house? And I met a lot of people that I didn't even thought I'd even meet, like Robert Jr. No Robert Jr. Lockwood. You the mean black spider, and your webs all over town. Averdium. Yes. And he's like, he's Robert Johnson's stepson. Yes. But he's on a lot of these little Walter records and stuff. And he's on a lot of stuff. But the reason why he liked me was I was doing some shows in the Santa Cruz Mountains with them. Mm -hmm. And uh, it ended up that they had a flat. So I went and helped him with the flat, get the car fixed. And then Robert Jr., he started liking me. So he sat down and he goes, 
oh, now I know what you like. And he started showing me all this stuff. It's a beautiful experience. And mm -hmm. I was so lucky to do that, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, playing with John Lee Hooker was like, woo. I mean, to get it sounding right, mm -hmm. I mean, I had to learn how to, I, I used to uh, listen to, well, I, play, I played with Jimmy Reed before, which is really a honor. I mean, that's, that's where I started out. I started out when I was 10. My sister, my older sister, she uh, used to go to some place called the Penthouse in San Jose a long, long time ago. Mm -hmm. And they'd play records and stuff, and uh, she brought back this Jimmy Reed record called I Found, Shoot, I Found Love. So I got hypnotized by that record, mm -hmm. and um, you know, it goes on and on like that. So when when you played, when you were meeting these blues legends, and they they kind of cultivated you, right? They kind of just gave you their knowledge that they had, or and vice versa, or they just well, they just wanted to show you what they knew, their trade. Well, it's like it's like getting the songs right. Mm -hmm. If you're doing blues, you have to you, you want to do it. Right. That's all I, all I can say is like, opposed to, there's so many ways to do a certain thing. Like, say, Jimmy Reed. Mm -hmm. There's all kinds of ways to do it. But like, I learned from, well, who, uh, Eddie Taylor. I met Jimmy Reed in Mississippi, Leland, Mississippi. And I told Jimmy Reed how to play guitar. And the days we were working in the field, we come out the field, sit, on, sit under the shade tree. And I taught him how to play the guitar. That's how he learned how to play guitar a little. Did bump, ba bump, ba bump, ba bump, and Jimmy Reed did the uh, the turnarounds and stuff, and the having it hook up. It's just like playing funk, funk music, except you're on a shuffle thing most of the time, you know. But it's like it it goes like it's hard to explain. It's just a pants and it all goes together. So. Yeah, it goes together. When it right, it, when it goes right, it's great, mm -hmm. you know. How was playing with John Lee Hooker? Oh, it was great, boy. I mean, you know. I couldn't, I was a fan of the man's, you know what I mean? Before I even met him, you know, I mean, and then I, um, the, I got to know the drummer named Kenny Swank, and he brought me down to meet John Lee, and I jammed, and I eventually uh, got the gig, mm -hmm. playing with, I got the tour around with John Lee Hooker. You know, you, you have been playing with numerous people, and this is a question that I've always want to ask a lot of players, it's been around a long time, why don't you think, even though blues is a national treasure ours, why don't you think that it's actually more in the uh, in the forefront, like when you see Grammys and awards? Why doesn't people, I know they embrace it, but why doesn't it, they show guys like you or John Lee, they show B.B., but they don't give a big segment to these guys. Why is that? Why do you think our own culture don't? Uh, well, I think part of it is just like, you know, what's the new trend? What's the new 
like the new dance or something. You know, what's the? New, it's it's kind of something that's it's like that. You know, just like it. Uh, some things are are meant to be that are, mm -hmm. and it's not. Things aren't promoted that way. Mm -hmm. They're promoted like oh, you know. Let's make money. Well, yeah. I mean, you know. I mean, uh, but it, people don't. Uh, dwell into things that much, you know. I mean, I have, you know, as far as just listening to the music, just mm -hmm. just as a mm -hmm. fan mm -hmm. of music, I just loved it, man. It made me feel so good, mm -hmm. you know. Whether I'm feeling good, bad, or in, in the middle, I, I really uh, um, dug hearing that blues stuff. You, you know, uh, a very good friend of yours, uh, who I think is a great drummer, platinum artist, said this about Ron Thompson. Ron Thompson is my favorite guitarist. Mick Fleetwood. Mick Fleetwood. Tell me about Mick Fleetwood and your relationship with Mick. Well, it's like this. See, a lot of people don't know that, like, for example, Fleetwood Mac was a, started out as a blues band. In England, and uh, they had Peter Green and Jeremy Spencer, and Mick Fleetwood and uh, John McVie. That was the band, the initial thing. And uh, some of those records are really, really good. Oh, yes. I mean, they're really good. And um, I was, he came down to a, a to a nightclub I was playing in in Marin. I forget the name of the nightclub, but it was a pretty big place. And he showed up and. Uh, like uh, we we hit it off just like that. Really, really. It was, and he's a really good friend of mine. I mean, I'm just saying, I I enjoy uh, being around him, and uh, it's really good. I'm supposed to go over to Hawaii to play with him pretty soon here. You, know, so. you were, you guys are in a band called Blue Well, or is that? That's Blue Well. It's Blue Well. That was called Blue Well, and the reason why it was called Blue Well is because his uh, his place had he had a pretty nice place, very nice place, mm -hmm. and it was like a baby. The 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 walls. Were, were, were baby blue. Oh. That's what it's called. That's what that's where they, they that's yeah. where the name came. You know, you had a you had some really you have a long history of playing music around the bay, but all over the United States and the world. You had a day in December, uh, not December, in two thousand seven. It was a day of uh, Ron Thompson's day in San Francisco. Was that it? And yeah, that's right. How how did that actually came about? And that must have made you feel absolutely marvelous. Oh yeah. Well, I had somebody help help me through the mayor's office, and uh, um, and I'm it was sure, Gavin Newsom. Yeah, his assistant, mm -hmm. one of the assistants, and uh, I got it. I couldn't believe it. Mm -hmm. And I still, I, I tell you, see, this might sound corny, but I be driving, you know, over the Bay Bridge. I go, wow, they gave me a an honor. I mean, I couldn't believe it. The person that got one before me was Barry Bonds. <laughs> You know, so I mean, it's like you know, hey. You hit a home run, man. Yeah, you know, you know, really. I mean, and I still feel good about. It. I mean, I, 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 I know it can sound kind of corny, or, no, you know, it's a but great like, honor. man, that was fantastic, and and I and I really feel, well, the whole for the whole barrier, you know, but San Francisco, that was really good. Now, when you, what kind of gear when you're playing and you're playing on stage, and it's just you and the resistors, what? What motivates you to go on stage and, and present what you do and have the energy that you have? How do you get, how do you get prepared, Ron? 
Well, I, you know, it depends on what gig it is and what I'm doing. And, you know, I try to read the audience. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm going to do what I do. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's about uh, getting yourself, not psyched up, but calm down, but then boom, you know, mm-hmm. go for it. And uh, I really, I, I play because, you know, to get that, every, somewhere in the show I get this thing going where I feel really good. Okay, I feel better than I did before. Mm. And it's like, you know what I mean? No matter what, you know, getting there, all those kind of things, you know, just, but the idea is get up, and I, I feel honored if, to be able to do this for a living. I can't believe I do, I still can't believe I do this for a living. I really can't. I mean, I, I, I swear to God. I'm I mean, glad that. you do. Because, you know, it's great, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, um, you know, driving around, you know, I I first first uh, uh, bands I used to play with, like I used to, I learned how to play blues. <clears throat> I was playing right when I was out of high school uh, in North Richmond, and I I learned from a lot of people like Jimmy McC- Jimmy McCracklin mm-hmm. and Little Joe Blue, all these different people. I could go on and on, mm-hmm. but I learned like it was like a certain kind of West Coast sound, really. But it's blues, blues, blues. It's like, you know, it's like um, warm. Just get into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, any kind of equipment, I use something that, it, as long as it works. <laughs> True. <laughs> Talking about having the blues, like, <laughs> oh. One time I was on, I was at a place called Larry Blake's, and I, I jumped on, on a table, and I'm getting down, and all of a sudden my cord falls off. And I just sitting there like this, and it was going. That's the blues. <laughs> just joking, you know. That's a true story. So when when you're performing, you feel really great, and 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 you and the audience is, you know, you you just captivate your audience. You have some great energy and things like that. Let's let's ask you a question. You play with Big Mama Thornton. Oh yes, I sure did. Oh, she was great, man. Whoa. I mean, that's some deep stuff. I mean, you know, it's the depth of things, you know. And uh, she had, she, I, all I can say, without going on and on, she had some depth, let me tell you. And uh, I played with her a bunch of times. I, mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I made some records with her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I still listen to that record. Uh, yeah, it was a record, the 78, uh, you know, Hound dog. Hound dog. That sounds so bad. I mean, I dig Elvis's version too. Don't take me wrong, but I, I, you know, that that you ain't the way she does it. She's yeah. she, she's raw. I I like um, I like her version very much. I in fact, uh, it was just sent to me. It's ironic that you just brought that song up. It was just sent to me. Let's talk about um, a lady that we all loved, Etta James. Oh, Etta James. Oh, she's uh, you know I'm. She was and is bad. I mean, whoa. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling, yeah. And I get a feeling that I never, 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 never had before, no, no. 
I mean, I played a bunch of shows with her, you know, and uh, she was really, I mean, she, she, to me, she still, it sounds modern, the way she's phrasing and stuff, you know? Like, I can't, I'm not going to try to imitate it because I wouldn't do a good job. Mm -hmm. But I played a lot of shows with her backing her up. Man, I was I was honored. Etta James, mm -hmm. my sister's listening to Etta James and stuff, you know, like the, and she and she was going strong for a long time, right. man. And I could go on with stories, but it was just an honor to play with. I played a lot with her at the Monterey Jazz Festival, and they had the blue. They used to have the Blues Day on Saturday, and that was that was really good. How was playing the How was playing the Monterey uh, Jazz man, Festival I, back then, back in that day? It's a lot different than it is today, isn't it? I haven't been there lately, but uh, uh, in the last couple of years. But uh, the Blues Day was really good, mm -hmm. and. Uh, um, they had some great acts, you know, and I can't I can't remember any of them right now. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, a lot of stuff. The San Francisco Blues Festival, that was always a good one. Yeah, you headlined that, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Uh, with the promoter, what's Tommy's? Tom Maslini. Yes. Oh, yeah, he's a good friend of mine. Is Tom still doing it? Or is he gonna? He's. I don't know what he's gonna be doing, but he did like I don't know how many years he did. Thirty years? I can't. Yes. I mean, a whole lot, and there's a lot to it, you know. And uh, um, I went on two tours, the San Francisco Blues Festival on tour with to Europe. And, uh, you know, we're good friends. Uh, you know, you went to Europe. It seems like Europeans really love our music, our, 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 our music, the blues. What, why, why do you think is that? Well, I, I think just people in general, they, um, though, like, if they had, like, to hear it, and it's just like, it's like hearing really good country western, like Hank Williams, something like that, you know, or Jimmy Rogers, the old singing breakman. That, the depth of it, is, and, it and it transcends, you know, you can transcend things, you know, uh, without talking about it. But sometimes when you talk about it, it gets messed up. Yes. You know, for real, you know. And so uh, I'm just glad to be able to uh, play music for a living. And, and, and interpret blues is, is your magnificent player. Um, we're going to have you play a song. Sure. Is that okay? Oh, fine. I'd love to. It's going to be great to have you do this. And uh, do you know the song you're going to play? No, uh, not yet. You're just going to throw it. Yeah, you know, it's kind of, you know. Sounds great. Yeah, you've got to get played off the cuff. There you go. kitchen surfaces, utensils, and hands with soapy water. One in six Americans will get sick from food poisoning this year. Keep your family safer. Check your steps at foodsafety.gov. Right now we have the great blues slide guitarist Ron Thompson going to perform for us. You 
big guy comes off the bat, hitting 342 with 92 RBIs and 36 and prepared foods promptly. One in six Americans will get sick from food poisoning this year. Keep your family safer. Check your steps at foodsafety.gov. OMG. I feel like I'm in a spiritual revival. I got to hear Ron Thompson play You Gotta Move and Freight Train. Ron, unbelievable. Thank you, Bruce, for having me. Uh -huh. This is great. This is great. Thank you so much, man, for just being here. Your presence, your, your knowledge of the blues. What year is this guitar? It's about, uh, I want to say 1931, mm -hmm. maybe 36, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. I knew at one point. What tonality it has, and this is this is like probably one of your babies, eh? Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a duolian, what it is. They have different ones, you know, like triolian, duolians, and what have you. Unbelievable. You know, Ron, um, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for but having I, me. I want to have, I just want to ask you two guests that you played with the great B.B. King. Yeah, I played with B.B. King. How was that playing with B.B.? Well, it was great. It was fantastic. And I, I played with him uh, with, um, at his club in L.A., B.B. Uh, King's club. And uh, the reason I got on stage with him is because I used to play with a guy that was Lowell Folsom. I had played with him for years, and he knew B.B. They never played together, at least for years. And so I got up with, old, with Lowell, and, uh, um, and B.B. was there, and it was really nice. He looked at me. B.B. King looked at me, and he goes, you know the thrill is gone? And he didn't know me from Adam, you know. And all of a sudden... He was nervous because you don't know. I might. Who knows what I'd be playing? And all of a sudden, I came up with that chord. And I saw him relax, <laughs> and he was doing it gone. You know, yeah. Excellent. That was a beautiful experience for me to play with BB King. You know, yes. yes. Another, my favorite, one of my favorite female artists, Tina Turner. This is the way we do, primarily. Was Tina? Man, she's great. And she was bad. I mean, she she really is something. If you ever have a chance to see Tina Turner, go see her. It's something amazing. It's okay. I, I don't want to compare her with anybody else because she's Tina Turner. She's <laughs> Tina. That's all I want to say about great that. Great legs, huh? Hey. <laughs> you know, it's such an honor to have you on our show. I, I feel totally privileged. I feel like I have gone to church back. Back to reality. Ron, thank you so much. Thank I want to have you again. I'd like to come back. You know. Anytime. Thank you so much, sir. And what was customary, we um, give a kiss to all our fans out into uh, 
TV land. Oh, yeah. So if you could do that with me. Yeah. I'd like to thank Ron Thompson, the great Ron Thompson, for coming on Harmonics. I'd like to thank for all my help. And as what is the mission is to preserve blues history, rock history. That is our mission at Chabot Las Positas College District. And here we go. Here's our kiss to everyone out there. All right. Thank you so much.